Let's get right to some strategy and picks for you. Michelle Schneider is with us. Me Schneider, Director of Trading Education and Research at MarketGage.com. Nice to see you. Thanks so much for being with us. So a lot of people are talking about inflation may have peaked. You know, the markets may have bottomed. I, I don't know if you think either of those. Is it a possibility either of those are true? Well, I doubt very much that every aspect of inflation has peaked because we still have a real concern, not only with the Russia-Ukraine situation continuing to wreak havoc on crops, India now basically doing food hoarding, hoarding by saying they're not going to export rice, sugar, or wheat. And we have some really nasty weather patterns coming into the United States. La Nina has actually fooled everybody and stuck around longer than it was supposed to. And that generally creates more drought in the growing regions and more hurricanes in the more eastern regions. So essentially, I think that we can still have more food inflation. But if things behave, there are certainly areas of inflation that have peaked. Namely, we're looking at things like car, car prices, used cars in particular. And of course, uh, wages will be something to be taking a look at as well. In terms of the, the bottom of the market, this is definitely going to be a year where extremes will be the most interesting. And what we're seeing right now is sort of in the middle. This is very typical of a trading range. And that's what we've got going on. That's what stagflation does. So regardless of whether inflation has peaked or it just has ebbed, uh, regardless of whether the market has bottomed, it, the question really is, is how high can we go in a stagflation environment when you have a real policy change on interest rates? And that's really what we're waiting to see, is what the Fed does from here. Right. you got to wait and see. In the meantime, um, stock picking is tricky. I know you like a lot of the ETFs, or at least you're watching some of the ETFs. Which ones are you watching and what for? Well, over the last 12 years or so, every rally that we've had after a big sell-off has been led by tech. So tech obviously is going to be the go-to. People love to run back into advanced micro devices and NVIDIA. I saw Google was getting some buying. Uh, Apple is up. So, you know, those are the monsters and those are the ones that people go to. But on the other hand, the other voice is lowering guidance for the next earnings Hiring has slowed down. So you wonder how far they're going to grow from here. So that's why I really want to look at some growth. So that's why I still focus on small caps, the Russell 2000s. What's the manufacturing industrial side of the economy going to do? Transportation, consumer sentiment was better, but what really kind of demand can we expect? Retail, which is still actually red today. And so we still have that inside sectors telling us that they've moved up with the market, but how much do they have here? Because they're interest rate sensitive, because they're inflation sensitive, because they're even, even more so recession sensitive. So I think you got to look at a whole picture and watch the bonds. Believe it or not, the bonds are probably the most interesting tell because if the junk bonds, which is the high yield, high debt bonds, continue to outperform, let's say, the long bonds, then we could see where risk on is coming back and people feel, at least for now, it's safe to stay get in the water. And that should help everything, really. Yeah, I mean, and it sounds like you have a lot of ideas that really could work, you know, as you look at these different areas, right? You had the MJ, for example, right? And, and um, commodities, GLD. 
China ETF. You know, it's amazing how well those Chinese stocks are doing. And, um, you know, GLD could work out, right? I mean, when you really think about the takeaways here and ARC, which has beaten down tremendously. Okay, well, let's start. Well, first of all, you and I talked about China a couple of weeks ago because they are actually doing the opposite in terms of monetary policy, right? They're actually easing and coming back from COVID. So we, we got into China. We mentioned that a couple of weeks ago. It's been a great trade. In terms of the cannabis industry, obviously, we, we have a huge tourism of cannabis. But still, if we look at the U.S., we have the legislation problems. Will that change? We'll see. I still like to watch that very carefully. And as and as far as um, some of the other areas that we're looking at, I, mean, I think we still have to look at biotechnology as a possible way that things could come back a little bit. There's a couple of stocks in there we're looking at carefully, but we haven't really pulled the trigger yet. So yeah, all of this, we have cash going to gold. We still believe that gold is not doing very much. But if anything gets out of control, anything, and right now, of course, Bitcoin's come up today, as you mentioned earlier. But if anything gets out of control, gold has a potential. And that's why we're keeping a position there. Obviously, we don't want to see it break $1,800. But if it continues to hold around 1840 it's still possible that one day we wake up and see a big explosion in gold because people say, where else is safe? Yeah, that's the point. I mean, are you worried about a recession? And if, if that were to become the language, I mean, we won't know if we're in a recession until afterwards. At this point, I'm not, and I haven't really been, because of a couple of the really sound reasons involved, the labor market for one, the consumer market for another, even in the face of inflation. Um, I do believe that we're in a unique situation, obviously, globally, with uh, China in particular coming back from COVID. Could we turn into a recession? Absolutely, but I don't really see that happening right now. I'm still looking at the stagflation. So for people who are saying like, gee, it's confusing. Gee, I don't know what to do. How much higher, how much lower? These are all the conversations you hear during a stagflation environment. So you have to be really careful about just sort of getting it in the middle and really understand what your risk is if you're wrong. And right now, if we just look at where the charts are compared to last week, we're inside the range of last week. So even the market's telling you, have a little bit more patience and see what unfolds over the next couple of days. And then we'll know, can we get another 10% rally? Sure. Can we go down another 10%? Sure. But don't expect big fireworks on the right. up or the downside. Yeah, and it sounds like you would split it up a little. Like if I had $10,000 I wanted to put to work, it sounds like you would say, got to put some to work, but at different times, um, because you said it could go, you know, either way at any point here. Mish Snyder, nice to see you. Director of Trading Education and Research at MarketGage.com. Thanks, Mish. Thanks, Nicole.